literally with Ken and Carl. Ken, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself, man? Um, I don't know. Technical issues, but other than that, we're we're doing okay. We're we're at least rolling. That's yeah. that's a good start. We were here, you know. I'm, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Normally, we will have uh, headphones, so that should make a difference. But remember your mic placement, or else I'll have to punch you. Sorry about that. <clears throat> and you'll hear some barking in the background because my vicious attack dog tried to eat my friend Ken here. Yeah, he had like a look of rape in his eye. I was like, oh my God, like keep this dog off me. And it's the same color as me. So I was nervous. Rape would have been the least of your worries. Uh, by the time he was halfway through killing you slowly, you probably would have been like, I wish I had just gotten raped. You didn't see what I saw. He winked at me. Oh, he does that. That's his move. <laughs> He's like, woo. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird with your back to me. I, I, I'm just saying, hey, hey man. How you doing? I'm, I'm all so, right, man. I, you know, I got the shitty mic stands up here because I'm a fucking moron and I was too too quick to get shit out of the basement. So um, my, my mic stand keeps fucking dropping. Um Hey, it's just like a grown man, man. Over the period of time, man, balls keep going further and further down. Yeah, so I'm going to try to work on a setup here. Hang on. <laughs> He's trying to adjust his mic, but it's 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 he he did it. It's just yeah, it kind of worked. How's that? Yeah, it's at least it shouldn't drop down on me anymore. Is yours uh, slowly sinking on you? No, it's 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 sitting right where it needs to be. Okay. Yeah, it's not swinging from left to right. It's just right there. Right there. <laughs> so, um, it looks like our levels are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, we should probably just ramble for a little bit. We were talking about Black Widow. You uh, you going to download it? Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of like, hmm. I don't know. I might. I might actually just go ahead since it's like digital. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'll have to see how I feel in a moment. Scarlett Johansson. <sighs> Why should you even have to say anymore? Well, I mean, if I want to see her naked, I just go to that one movie where she was a freaking alien killing people now, like naked. Why is it you immediately went to naked? Yeah. I mean, I was just saying Scarlett Johansson. She's a fantastic actress. Uh, yeah, I mean, if she has yes, a fantastic she is a beautiful ass. woman. Yeah. I mean, yes, granted. Exactly. But, I mean, you automatically, like, are we going to have, like, Me Too issues on the show? Or are you, like, going to start molesting people? Well, honestly, well, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm just saying, I'm just being honest as a man. Like, you know, every once in a while, a female doesn't want to hear, oh, I'm beautiful. Sometimes she needs to hear that she has a nice ass in general. And I'm just saying, Scarlett Johansson has a nice ass. Who wouldn't think so? Ken I is, mean, Ken is here to give the ladies what they want. Trump is like, oh, you know, Scarlett Johansson has a nice ass. And he just, yes, a very nice ass. And I like it. That's, that's him. <laughs> that's him. Like, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, she has a nice body. She does. And, and she no, should... there's, there's definitely no denying that. She, yeah. she has a fantastic figure. Yeah. Of and I, I, I mean, think about it. Okay. Of course we love Marvel. We all love the whole, the, the whole ideal of what's going on with the heroes and everything. But come on now, we're not only going to just see it because of that. Scarlett Johansson, like, okay, I'm going to go see her. She has a nice body and plus at the same time, she wears that suit. Super tight. Phenomenal. So, 
how how long is it going to take them to get through the next several phases? I mean, I was looking and they're like 2023 and they've got like 10, 15 movies a year. Well, well, yeah, think about it. Okay. They already had a, a plan of when they wanted to do these movies. Then you got COVID-19 just coming and just pretty much just setting everything back production, you know, everything is set back. So now it's kind of like, okay it's a toss-up you know earlier you were saying that hey executive decisions have to be made and i think honestly you know it's kind of a either we we put this out now or we don't and we we suffer later for it you know yeah i mean the industry's definitely taken a, a huge left turn um you know you start making decisions based on you know, not knowing. Yeah. And, and that's the strangest thing of yeah. all. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I would definitely do what a lot of these, these filmmakers have done. You've got this finished product and, you know, keep it in mind at the end of the day, they're, they're artists, yeah. you know, the writers, the directors, the costume makers, you yeah. know, everybody, they're artists. Yeah. They've made this piece. They want people to see it. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't matter whether it's a goofball comedy or a, you know, an award winning drama it's you know there, there has to be an avenue for this stuff and if you wait and back it all up what are you going to do have 35 new movies released at the theater and no one's really sure whether they can go to the theater or they're yeah. going to have half capacity or and how does that even work especially right now i mean you don't even know that of um amc theaters they're like literally kind of on that borderline like they don't know if they're going to be able to come back from this at all so i mean Basically, the economy needs to turn around for, you know, just for one, everybody needs to get back to work. And then at the same time, I need to see my movies. Yeah. No, I need to see them. That's that's life. People are going stir crazy. I've been watching a lot of podcasts mm -hmm. and you and I are both essentials. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I haven't been trapped in a house. I haven't been quarantined. Yeah. Um, and yet I still find like in my free time, I'm spending a lot of time watching podcasts and, and trying to soak up like as much as I can that way. Yeah. I mean, and generally for one, you know, I mean, everybody has to find something to do. And at the same time, you always try to learn something or, you know, do something, keep your mind off of just sitting up here and just doing the same thing every day when you're quarantined and you're going to go crazy. So yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I in general just like, you know, try not to think that much, you know, because sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing with my life? I'm sitting up here deciding, should I have peanut butter? Should I have jelly life decisions? And it's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do something else. Like screw it. I will go fucking, just walk me and my dog do some shit something <laughs> so you're overthinking shit is basically it i mean yeah think about it like you have a lot of people right now that are sitting up here and they're with their 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 spouse some of them are like oh my god i'm completely around you for a whole 24 hours i did not know that you were this aggravating or i didn't know that you fucking fart I haven't been around you this long to find out. <laughs> and it's like, shit, like, 
why the fuck am I with you? Or, okay, oh my so God. I'm going to pause you there and tell you that I would never, ever, ever date a woman that didn't fart. That is some stupid bullshit. And if you're going to lie about that, what else are you lying about? Because that's some inconsequential bullshit right there. The whole farting thing is the funniest. It's funny. Farts are are fucking funny. Why would you hide that? Women hide a lot of shit, okay? Especially black women hide a lot of shit. Think about it. In general, hairdo, lace front. It's all lies anyway. Their hair isn't that long. I have to deal with that shit. Well, you know, that's kind of a little different just in the sense that. No, it's not. No, no, no. You know, there are certain things that I'll never be able to do in in the same sense. Like, you know, short people can't be tall, but they can put some lifts in. You know, bald people can't grow hair. Maybe they wear wigs or weaves. You know, that's a little bit different. Mm hmm. I'm I'm just saying it's kind of apples to oranges. I understand that, and you know, you know, and way we're feeling, we're gonna make mimosa. So, <laughs> but in general, I, I think honestly, I, I agree. But to a certain extent, you know, I just feel like okay, why sit here and try to be one way when at the at the end of the day, when you're truly trying to be with somebody, you you put everything out there on the line. You go, hey, this is who I am. Take me for who I am. I mean, I mean, women can't be glamored up all the time, you know. And 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 it just in general, I'm all about just being who you are. I mean, females have to fart too. I mean, just in general, I mean, they might smell worse than men, but hey, it happens. Well, see, but that's part of the problem with the dating scene in general mm-hmm. is. You know, and what I find funny is female comedians seem to point this out the most, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because when guys do it, it's sexist and then they get canceled. Exactly. I agree. (laughs) um, But but women will point this out a lot. Oh, we're going on a date. You know, I've got to hide my crazy. Right. You know, and three dates in, I might give them a little taste of the crazy. And then five months in, I'll give them a little more of the crazy. And then once I'm married... You know, at that point, I can let all the crazy out because yes. you're stuck. She's like a demon. I own you now. You're mine. And and in the same <laughs> sense, it's no different than than a guy, you know, fronting and, and pretending he's something that he's not. And once you get to a certain point, it's like, OK, well, you used to pick up. You used to keep your apartment clean. You used to do these things. But really, you were just doing it whenever I was around so that you didn't. I didn't think you were a slob. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the best thing I ever did in my life was hit a point in dating where I didn't give a shit anymore. Like literally I totally did yeah. not give a shit anymore. And I happened to date this girl that totally didn't give a shit anymore either. And that's love. Well, no, <laughs> but the fact that we found out we were compatible, not because both of our fake facades matched, mm. You know, the people that we pretended to be, but because we actually were a really good match. And I found like throughout it, I was like, I'd give her a dose of what my brain has going on and she'd be smiling going, I'll take some more of that shit. And I'd be like, wow. Okay. Well here, here's another fucking dose. And she was like, this is great. I'm like, okay, this, this is the one. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, everybody's not like you know lucky to find that and it's very you know rare that people find someone that's gonna like you know be with them for who they really are rather than like i said being in a 
quarantine and finding out you really didn't know this person or oh no and i totally know. get that and yeah. it's got to be horrible both for for relationships where you've been together for years you've got kids and because of your individual work lives or you know the things that you had going on with other things yeah you didn't have to cross paths that much and now you're quarantined together and it's like you know i can't stand this person that's got to be terrible yeah i mean literally you think about it when they kind of completely turns completely around right. everybody's back to work you're gonna go some people are gonna go like oh my god i can't do this anymore with this person i just found out who they really are or you know this person has been masking who they really are this whole time and it's like i just can't do it dude. or some people are just gonna come out and just be like i'm gay <laughs> well and, and i guarantee you there's gonna be a good portion of that too mm. so but the one thing i would say is um i i agree i'm i'm very fortunate in the relationship that i have mm. but I would also say that a lot of people have opportunities to have better relationships, but they settle. Yeah. And you're not going to, I'm not one of those people that believes that there's one person on this planet that's meant for Ken. That's there right. are a lot of great personalities and, and fantastic women, if that's what you choose. I'm, I'm not going to say for you. Multiple. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't believe there's one soul on this planet that's, that's going to be yours. Well, but you're not going to find one that truly makes you happy and allows you to be truly you right if you settle for something that's right. not and and far too often people settle and then they do they get into those situations where whether it's a new relationship or an old one mm. holy shit i can't believe i'm with this person who what, what did i do yeah i honestly believe that you know in general we all are we all have life and honestly i think that everybody has gifts but we're not oh, all no going to get the same gifts in life we're not gonna everybody's not meant to be married or everybody's not meant to be rich you know and like i said in relationships everybody's not gonna get that perfect one you know but but being honest is the best that you can do with you know between your spouse or being in a relationship i mean that's the one thing about it is communication is everything that can just pretty much keep you know the relationship together or break it because somebody's hiding something someone's not being who they are oh yeah i i mean I, i'm down with that i i agree 100 percent. yeah um you know i i was also thinking about people that are really really i, I don't want to say unstable but just mentally um fragile um depressed or you know bipolar or any of those situations yeah. where you've got people hold up by themselves you know just you know stuck with their own thoughts yeah i mean you know that's that's they should get a dog <laughs> they should get a dog i mean oh i got a dog i mean but still every once in a while like i said i'll sit would, here and go would they like my dog ken you know what your dog is not <laughs> your dog is just it's not it's not it's not bad your no. dog is just you he's know he's a good boy he's he's a good dog and at the same time when he seen me he was jumping around going crazy i'm i was kind of like okay but at the same time you got a freaking cane corso they're, they're 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 territorial they're gonna protect their owners or who they're around you know and at the same time i'm that's why i'm like okay I, it's cool you know 
admit it. You were thankful that I had hardwood floors and he couldn't get any traction. I'm telling you, I was like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when he came back inside and he just kept running around and he hopped in the couch. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that that was, yeah. And then that's where he winked at me. You didn't see that. No, 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 but that's his move. I told you. Yeah. He he does that. Yeah, he was kind of, I was like, okay, okay. I was like, did you just mark me? Like, you know, like Jeepers Creepers with the tongue out? And I was like, shit, I'm, no, no. But yeah. He actually has a bet with most of his friends that he can make anyone that walks in the house shit themselves. <sighs> Pretty much he's he's about right. If he does it, they give him all the milk bones for the week. Oh, shit. He's a player, son. Hey, I, I can't knock that, man. It's all about that hustle. Speaking of hustle. Yeah. How do you feel about... Um, Nipsey? Brady, Brady, and Gronkowski, oh. man. Like, how do you feel about W? <laughs> how do you feel about them? Um, you know, about Brady going to get you know Gronkowski and getting them out of you know retirement. I think it's crazy. Um, but I'm a Falcons fan, so fuck both of them. I hate them. Um, I, I respect the shit out of both of them. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, it it made me nervous enough that Brady was going to be in in my division. Um, you know, fuck all that noise about 46 or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I, is that how old he's 46? I think so. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Some, somewhere I, in I there. thought he was younger than me, but anyway, yeah. um, you know, he's still, he, he can play. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely like, I, I, I was just like, okay. Um, at first when it was just him down there you just heard, okay, he's going to Tampa Bay. I was like, I'm like, all right, yeah. So it's a whole team thing. And I was like, oh crap, he went and got Gronkowski out. So I just think it's crazy. I, now I will say that that adding Gronkowski definitely improves the impact that Brady's going to be able to have. Right. But you're still dealing with a team that's got a lot of holes in some essential areas like your offensive and defensive line. Exactly. And exactly. trust me, I'm a Falcons fan. I've seen that. I know what that looks like. And I know what kind of effect that has on a quarterback, especially a quarterback that's not quite as quick or doesn't scramble. Um, so, you know, I, I know you're going to have a lot of people looking to pass rush him and try to, to upset rhythm and timing. And, and Gronk down there just gives him that outlet to get out of trouble. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm nervous about it. I'm not happy about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what to say, man. I mean, it's it's kind of it's just crazy, you know, as far as in, in general dealing with this whole quarantine and now sports teams are rethinking the way they're doing things. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's giving people plenty of time right now that you just, you know, hey, OK, we got we're getting these players. Let's see what they can do here. But overall, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know what to say, you know. Besides I will say this, the Falcons do have great new you know, uniforms. They look pretty good, but I can see you. You're over there like trying not to say anything shitty. Why? why no, not? no, no, I can tell. But fans always left counting on next season. I just said Falcons, I just left <laughs> it out. <laughs> You know, uh, if I could reach the mute button from here, I would totally cut your mic off. No, 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 no. He, he he's he's not. He's not. He's <clears throat> he's not going to because he's he's always going to count on next season to cut it off. But literally, oh my goodness! Hold on, just a sec. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, I think the NFL is going to kind of make out like a bandit. 
um, if they time it right and, and if everything goes right, you're, you're really looking at the end of August, right? Yeah. Right. Right. You would, you would start preseason stuff and you can do preseason games without audience. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So, you know, if, if you're talking about end of August, by then surely people are going to be revolting if they're not back at work yeah I, the economy's taken a hard enough hit as it is I mean, um you know but you, you're gonna have mid-september when they start actual games yeah i mean but it's, it's like for football i mean yeah you can play you can you can literally watch a game without the fans there now i'll tell you what sucks without fans there wrestling oh my god it is yeah you know it was weird that that they were given that yeah that go ahead as being an essential how how is wrestling essential i I don't i don't under i don't understand that and then when they're doing it without the crowd there there's it's not live like they 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 also make wrestling what it is i mean i was sitting there watching i was like jesus christ like i was like it's not fun anymore it's like what 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 the hell is wrong with you all you know I mean, that's one the thing that makes it so great is when you see your your favorite wrestler walk walk out and the, the fans are screaming. They're getting pumped behind. They're getting energy from the fans, and now they're ready to go out there and perform to the best of their ability. I mean, like Stone Cold freaking would sit up there and he would you know stutter somebody and he'd grab them like I need a beer and it flies out in the crowd and he's sitting there waving. They're screaming and he's tossing the beer up like. But when you walk out there now and there's no fans like. You can't get energy yeah, from anybody. You can't feed it off of it. It's yeah. it's no different than trying to do stand up right now. Like, you know, there were some some stand ups trying to do online stand up. Yeah, and it's, it just it's it's gonna fail miserably because you can't yeah. feed off your crowd. Yeah, you can't get it there. And, and I mean, there's that's one thing about it when you like walk out and you hear the people, you know, they're clapping or like ah, that. That sets like comedians into mode. Like, okay, let me get into my zone. The people are there; they're supporting me. Let me go ahead and try to do my best. And when you're just sitting around and you're in your room, and it's like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm joking here. There's nothing you can feed off of, or you know, and just go, you know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's like it's horrible, man. It's like right now, it's just pretty much. You gotta roll with the punches and just accept things that are but they are yeah right? that's true so we decided not to go videos today because that would just add an extra layer of complication on things right now yeah. we are building a podcast studio so i'm i'm finishing my uh my basement and we'll have a nice beautiful looking podcast studio with lighting and the whole nine yeah gonna, gonna do it up Try to make Ken look as presentable as possible. I'm sitting here with my hair cut, but I have a hat on. But still, yeah. Okay. Why? Why wouldn't you show the fresh cut well, now well, that the barbers are back? I Come mean, on, the importance. I mean, you know, I mean, I have to like. I kind of just like, you know, hey, the sun was in my eyes. Let me put my hat on. You, you know, fuck your head up. Like that. <laughs> Hey man, you want to charge me two dollars or the quarter, man? Your ass <laughs> Oh my god, this is crazy, man! It's, Thirteen dollars, partner. Hey, that that was my movie. As a matter of fact, here's what's so crazy. Um, Keenan Ivory Wayans, he just 
popped on his Instagram for the first time to congratulate the class of 2020. Like, hey, even though you're not going to walk, you're going to you're going to be the best ever in the future because you're going through a tough time and you know how to handle it. I was just like. Wow. That's really cool. And I actually heard several celebrities were kind of giving yeah. some inspirational messages to, to yeah. students that weren't going to be able to walk. That's a mm -hmm. weird thing. Like they lose yeah. their prom too, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and honestly, you know, I was so fucking awkward in high school and, um, I just, none of that shit was really even on my radar. Yeah. I, I kind of like now, like going back and thinking about high school and it's like, you, you look at it and it's like, Certain people in there, you, 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 that mattered, the ones you hang out with, and and then in general, when I think about prom and all that, I'm like, oh, that shit. But I I moved away uh, halfway through my senior year. Uh, I moved from Toronto to uh, California. Yeah, I um, yeah, I just kind of uh, kind of just like okay, like I'll reflect on it and be like, eh, it was nothing, but. You know, I mean, though I I do miss like hanging out with certain people and in general. Matter of fact, this week actually, um, one of my classmates she passed away from cancer. I was like, oh god, and she was like the coolest. Like every time when I seen her, so she was in her mid thirties. Yeah, we were at same we're same age right now. Yeah, colon cancer, man. Yeah, man, it just like it, it took me because I was like sitting there on my Facebook and I'm seeing somebody post like, hey, hey, rest in peace, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't say who. And they had the pictures, you know, of different people are all in the pictures. And I'm like, who? But then I went on their wife's page and it was just her. I was like, not her. Like, no, like, you know, I mean, we all are going to leave here. I get it. But when you see somebody who is truly good and no one has really said anything bad ever to say bad about her, it's like, really? Like, you don't want to see those type of people of go. Course. No, you know? no, no, no. Yeah. And, you know, keep in mind that death is really just sad for us because we're the ones that miss them. Yeah. We have no idea what they get to go through. So, yeah, it's yeah. like, like, literally, like, I was just like, man, this is, this is, this is bad. Like, I just... Yeah, just it, it it hurts it hurts but you know once again we all have to do it but man like if it happens to me out of that i'm like i don't shit i don't i don't care just throw me in the ground let me keep you know what i'm saying like in general yeah you know I, that's you know part of my problem with this this whole covid19 thing is mm -hmm. the um the the statistics are are kind of ridiculous and yeah. like they were talking about the the death rate and you know if you know for a fact that a virus has a large portion of the people that get infected are going to be asymptomatic and not know that they have it or they're going to have mild symptoms and it's it's only very rare cases that you get sick enough that you go to a hospital and in these cases would get tested right. for the virus right yeah so you know for a fact even with increased testing you're still mostly testing people that are having a lot of symptoms you're not testing most of those people that have it and don't know. So when when you're talking about total number that are infected, it's got to be like four times the number that we're, we're norm like that we're seeing, right? I, but yeah. your death rate, and this is the crazy part, your death rate is actually going to be less than what it actually is. 
maybe not drastically. And I know there are conspiracy people and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to yeah, get yeah, like deep always, into that. There's always going to be that. So they're talking about the, the deaths that are occurring mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily COVID related, but certain areas or cities or counties need funding. Right. So if they say it's COVID related, they're going to get better funding. I don't, right. I don't know if that's a fact. I don't know if that's true. But even if it's not, yeah. let's just take the death toll numbers the way they are. Okay. Okay. And, and again, I would only want to look at this from individual countries and not worldwide. Because mm. worldwide, I still think you've got China and possibly Russia and several other pieces people that aren't, aren't being honest about their numbers to begin with. Okay. So if you were just to go individual country by country you would find that like in the United States, I guarantee you that death rate is less than 1%. Yeah, I I, I honestly think that they Which are- Which is far less than the 3% the flu has. Do I think they're, they're really just kind of gassing up, making it a situation to where they're making people panic, you know, and then making them go out and say they need to buy this, this, and this. I mean, there's always a flip side to anything. And for one, I mean, you you're, you're taking this coronavirus serious and which i'm saying is it's 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 always good to take something serious but like come on now aids have literally killed more people obesity but, oh, obesity smoking sugar. i fall into two of those categories out of I two mean, and i mean we're and we're not taking that we're not taking the right precautions about that but we're making it mandatory for people to stay in and at the same time what do you do after a while when you run out of money. I mean, you give people a stimulus check for like twelve hundred. That that's not going to do anything. There's people who literally have serious amount of bills they of have course. to pay, and it's it's just not going to do anything for just twelve hundred. What I mean? No, 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 no. That's not going to help anybody. Yeah. And I, and really, what you've done essentially, and and this isn't just our country. So anybody that's sitting there going, oh well, you know. Trump's an idiot. Well, yes, he is, but that's not really the point. Yeah, this has affected every country. Yes, anybody that says this is a conspiracy from the Democrats or a conspiracy from the Republicans or mm. a five G conspiracy or whatever it is, yeah, this is happening all over the world, right? So, yeah. I mean, you, you got to discount that right off the bat. It, there's there's no good way that you can handle a virus that spreads this way. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it sounds heartless to say, well, you're just going to open it back up and everybody's going to just, you know, it, get back to work and people are going to die. They're going to die. There's not much you can do about it. Right. But in a sense, it's no different than us quarantining everybody for a flu. And yeah. then, you know, it's, I mean, I, I, I get it. I mean, regardless, you can quarantine people, keep them indoors. There's people still dying. There's people and not even from COVID, like just going out there every day and just doing what they normally do in life, just going up the road to the store, something's happening, something, you know, you're not going to be able to to save everybody. I mean, in general, life is not going to stop happening. It's going to it's going to keep on going regardless, even quarantine or not. I mean, think about it. We just talked about relationships or husbands and wives that are literally together who are freaking going to damn near kill each other because they're locked up in the room together. So, I mean, you might get an incident where somebody just like snaps and loses it, you know? So, so think about this. So, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a theory of, um, you know, nature cleansing itself. And yes, you know, I, I will say this, if you take Erica and I were talking about this earlier. Okay. 
if you take grasshoppers out of the environment mm -hmm. completely, the ecosystem gets kind of fucked up. Not maybe not immediately. Right. But eventually. But they serve a purpose. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So name me one organism or life form that you can take out that doesn't negatively impact the environment. I'm, I'm putting my hand up here and I'm doing it for a reason. Um, Have you noticed you take us out of the environment, the air gets cleaner. Yes. Animals start coming back. Grass yes. starts growing quicker. Isn't it amazing? Yes, I, I do. I, How much like parasites are we? I, I, I do agree to a certain extent that, you know, we are the reason why that, you know, the earth is the way it is now. Like, we're not supposed to be building on it. We were really supposed to be here and living off of what it gives rather than trying to build over it. You know? Okay. So what gets more fucked up is if there is this natural balance to the earth. Okay. If tsunamis and earthquakes and all this plagues and all these things happen to thin the earth out. Mm -hmm. And this is actually one of those things. Right. Let's just say, okay. Mm -hmm. Did the earth plan on all of us locking ourselves up for four or five months and fucking like rabbits and reproducing like goddamn you know, like, I mean, it's going to be a ridiculous number of babies nine months from now. Hey, you got to find something to do. I mean, yeah. Hey. So, so how did that really thin the planet? I guarantee you there are going to be more babies born than people die exactly. because of COVID. I guarantee you. Exactly. There's going to, there's somebody right now going, oh my God, I'm actually with my wife making a child. Can't believe it. Or, oh my God, I actually had sex with my wife. Usually I'm at my corporate office getting blown by my secretary. Like literally, like I don't know what to say. Like it's just or the wife literally. is like, oh my god, I have to have sex with my husband rather than him leaving, going to work, and then me like boning the gardener. This is happening, <laughs> gardener, huh? Like this is happening right now. Like all these scenarios I'm giving you is happening right now. Somebody is somewhere laying in their bed. Some, 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 some wife is like, "Oh my god, I'm having real bad sex with my husband." I don't, right I don't now. doubt it. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not doubting that. You know, or, or she's saying that <laughs> one classic line like, "I have a headache. I'm just, I need to take medicine." Like literally, that's that's what's going on. I mean, and he brings out the saber. Yeah. So I figured I'd get us off of that uh, very negative topic and and get us on to a, a little more positive mm -hmm. one. So you uh, were admiring my arc reactors yes. that I had built out in the living room. Yes. Because they're dope as shit. They right? are dope as shit. Yeah. They are. And then now you have the saber now. Well, yeah. And I, I like to, to build shit and I like to build props and I'm a gigantic nerd. And, uh, so I had started into building lightsabers and, uh, was able to get my hands on one of the ones that, that I've wanted to collect, which is Obi-Wan Kenobi saber oh, man. from a new hope. And, He's uh, a Jedi. So it's, it's not, I'll let you take a look at it. It's not really put together. There's part of the chassis down in here. Right. Um, and this is a little finicky at the moment because I don't have all the chassis put together. I don't have this installed. I haven't had a workshop in a while. Yeah. Um, but you can also lift from this side and you can see that there is a crystal. Yeah. In there. 
So yeah, we'll take a look at that. But that's that's a little acquisition I picked up. This and it has so much good weight to it, man. This oh, like, like it's it feels awesome. Legit. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like an authentic part. Yeah. But you know, you freaking will build anything. Like you really had that gift of where you just put your mind to something and you're like, you know what? I like that saber. I'm gonna make it. And then next thing you know, you run around swinging it like a freaking kid, like and like humming the dun, 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 dun. that's you. <laughs> <laughs> right around well, like I'm Obi Wan. I, I think it's um it's just kind of amazing, like these these groups that have come out from like especially mm-hmm. with cosplay but you know people were making um their own homemade props <clears throat> and things like this for for a long time right i know um when i was taking christmas paper wrapper tubes and and coloring them and making lightsabers out of them there were actually people in like the 80s and stuff that were building their own kind of sink pipe you know yeah replicas of of lightsabers and things like that so to me i mean that's like it's such a ridiculously cool thing to be kind of a part of and and i didn't really i didn't even know the community existed for a long time um until i saw a couple of companies that really i found out later aren't really great companies right kind of the same two companies that get people into the market yeah and then you start learning about the the actual heroes in the background that are building these things and making these and coming up with these cool designs for these internals and they look so realistic like i mean you know and and with the the light and sound that you can do so yeah i got completely sucked into it so this is going to be an upcoming project that i'll have yeah somewhere down the line yeah he's a jedi he doesn't want to do anything with the sith like you know that is not true you know is, i've made some I'm sith like shit i'm working on sith he's shit right a now Jedi, a skywalker threw me off like dude, he's, dude, he's, dude <laughs> you know that that bone saber i'm making yeah you've seen you've seen how I, I, dark I've and seen twisted it, that you is. are still a jedi yeah. you know like like for real like this is this is what he is but you know his his, like, his wife is a sith lord but Oh he's, yeah, she he's is definitely a Jedi. Sith. You know, he doesn't want to go to the dark side. He wants to sit there and hang out with Chewie all freaking day. That's what he wants to do. Run around. Come on, Chewie. That's him. <laughs> so, so have you been watching the Clone Wars? I have not watched God, the Clone uh, Wars yet. I'm like, gonna call you out the, on the podcast. The, Ken is terrible about doing homework. <laughs> No. Anything that you talk to Ken about and you say, this is really great. It's going to enrich your life. You should probably check into this. And you always get the same thing from Ken. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm no. going to do it. No. Yeah. I'm no. literally going to check it out tonight. Literally. Literally no. going to check it out tonight. I and did. then, like, nothing. Oh, okay. He's, okay. You're, you're you're right, but you're wrong. Now, <laughs> now, eventually, you kept telling me about the chef. I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down and watch the chef. 
when I watched it, John Favreau's movie is 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 pretty damn good. It was it, great. It's pretty good. I I freaking went and I told other people about it. I said, hey man, you need to watch this. I said, you're gonna watch it. You're gonna say it's a great movie, and you're gonna say I want a sandwich afterwards because this shit is fucking delicious. The John Leguizamo was fantastic in that. Yes, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Once call again, back. yes, call back to earlier in the podcast. I would love to see her. Yes, have we, a sandwich. We've we've already discussed your with cheese. Your dirty intentions. <laughs> yeah, you see, you want to be all nice, all all Jedi and shit, you know. And then and then I I recommended Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Yes, you know what? Was it, it worth it? Good movie. It, it's it's a great movie. Dialogue. It's a great dialogue movie. I mean, I. I, I loved it, you know, and the fact of it is the cast made it so phenomenal to see. And then you find out who is really responsible for everything in the end. And it's like, dude, like him of all people. And it's, it's great. I don't want to like give. I, I love how you're away. trying not to spoil a movie that's been out for like 35 years. Because some people, for some people, they still need that, you know, not to hear it, you know what I mean? But, and you know. People might hear this and they'll go, oh my God, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. I've heard so many cool people talk about that. Fuck you. That's my name. You know, I love and that. And Ken. Ken talked about it too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I liked it. It's, 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 it's a great movie, you know. I mean, anything with, 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 with uh, Al Pacino, I mean. Ball, the ball, any ball win when you put them in the movie. I mean, and then of course a legendary, you know, uh, Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon. You can't, you can't uh, beat that, man. I fantastic. mean, and then of course, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, touches boys. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah so. Kevin touches boys. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what he does. You know, what I mean, hey, he, you know, he touches him and he goes Weinstein. So anyway, but <laughs> just in general, but overall he's he's a great actor i mean I, i'm joking about whatever he does in his personal life but i still find him to be a great actor but I mean, hey what are you doing in your personal life is your business but as far as in him his craft and so, acting american beauty i love them in that see i'm glad you brought that up because there there's another really great question is how do you feel about supporting somebody's work when you know personally they're is something wrong i'm, I'm just going to say something wrong because it's not okay. necessarily that someone's a train wreck but someone who may have done something wrong or their political <sighs> view is different than yours i mean let's where do you you know because my my big problem with it is people always have these things where it's like oh well, i'm not going to support louis ck you know and it's like okay that his wasn't that bad well, like i i understand but like you're never going to support a guy because he I don't, you know, it's just like, where, where do you draw the line? Well, you know, for me, it's always like this, like, um, from music all the way down to comedians, you know, for years they talked about Michael Jackson. I still supported him. I still listen to his music. Even now I still listen to it, you know, regardless of him, they seen him, you know, molesting children and stuff like that. You're I, telling me off the wall is less of an album because he touched little boys. No, the music I, is still the music. That's still a I, fucking amazing album. Quincy Jones produced yeah. amazing fucking album. Oh yeah. It's, 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 it's great. I support people for their talent. You know, once again, we can go roll it on down to freaking, um, uh, R Kelly. 
Now, R. Kelly, yeah, personally, he did some fucked up shit, but you can't deny the talent of someone who has written, produced, sung, you know, I don't, I don't deny it. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he's a great, he's great at what he does as an entertainer. <laughs> so here's, here's my personal stance because I feel like, you know, everybody has a right to support or not support content regardless. Right. That's, I mean, that's everybody's individual you, you right. entitled to your opinions. Right. So I feel like for me personally, if, I'm a fan of somebody's work. Mm-hmm. And then I find out that they done, they've done something. It doesn't make me less of a fan of their work, but it might influence how hard I try to promote that person. Okay. And not Mark. necessarily from shame, like I wouldn't want people knowing that I was promoting this person. But you know what they've done. I'm not gonna work hard for you to be successful Okay, because you're kind of a shit bag. Okay, but that doesn't mean that you didn't produce something that's really fantastic that I might enjoy. I'm just I'm not going to go to your concert, buy your T-shirt, you know, promote it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. I'm probably just going to enjoy it when I hear it and leave it at that. Does that kind of make sense? Like it, it, it does. You know, I mean, uh, at one point, say for instance, once again, R. Kelly, like in general, they were saying, hey, okay, you guys don't want to support him, but for the people he kind of, you know, did these things to, let him keep going out there making music and all the, 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 the proceeds and everything else that he does goes to the families of those people who, or the the victims of the people in general, like, you know, I kind of was like, eh, but at the same time, it's like, mm. and I mean, then, I'm, I'm fine with that. For me, I, if it's if it's something that what they've done is egregious enough to to be involved in a court then whatever the court decision is for that i'm down with you know what i mean like i don't i don't really care if it's something that somebody's done something that's just viewed poorly in society i would rather them honestly want to apologize for it than be forced to you know what i mean like if you truly don't feel and kevin hart's a really good example of that you know I watched his Netflix special. Right. Um, Don't fuck this up. Right. I, I, I haven't. I haven't. And that's cool. I, I assumed you hadn't. That's not why I brought it up. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I honestly wasn't trying to throw you under the bus. But it's really important because, mm-hmm. you know, he goes through a couple of different scandals. Right. In the midst of this little documentary. Mm-hmm. Because he cheated on his wife. Right. And there was a very difficult time. She was pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very difficult, but he learned a lot from that. Right. And in watching it, it's really cool seeing Kevin Hart be really kind of open and honest about, you know, what was important to him and, and how he needed to fix it and what he was willing to do to fix it. And it came out with a really great special right after it. Mm-hmm. Well, then right after the special, um, the community with a lot of letters um, had an issue with a tweet that he had put yeah, up yeah, nine yeah. or 10 or 12 years ago or something. Yeah. And, and it's clearly a joke and it kind of is what it is for its time. But he was not only forced to apologize, it got to such a point where he ended up backing out of doing the Oscars, something that he was extremely excited about. Right. And, and he was, 
he was asked to do stuff so that he could continue to do it. He did that stuff and still backed out because he was so upset about all of it. And, you know, he kind of, he, he kind of goes back and, and, you know, does what I guess he needs to do. But for me personally, he shouldn't have had to in the first place. You look at any movie made in the eighties and there is some fucked up shit in that by yeah. today's standards. Yeah. But it's by today's standards. If you're looking at it, the 80 standards, it's it was, not. It was, yeah, exactly. And, and when we start hiding shit like that, that becomes so much worse to me. I would much rather see the progression of where we've come, whether it's racially or in feminism or any of those kind of things. I would rather see that progression and understand what it is for what it is. Because if you're going to take police academy or if you're going to take um, Airplane, oh, or if man. you're going to take a number of these movies, um, and and you're automatically going to hide those or, or sweep them under the rug, well, then you've got to do it with more important movies as well. Right. And, and or, or even television shows. Look at um, All in the Family. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. All in the Family, the the whole point of that show was so people could understand how dumb it was to be bigoted and ignorant. Right. Right? I mean, that was the whole point of the show. Yeah. So, Archie Bunker says some pretty loud fucking shit, he right? Did. He was going off. He like, going he off. says some terrible fucking shit. Yeah. But through them expressing that, they're able to work through things and allow people in a comedic fashion mm -hmm. to see how dumb that is. Right? Yeah. So why would you why would you want to hide that? I think honestly, I mean, freedom of speech, of course. I mean, but I also do believe there's a time and place for everything. You know, um, I'm I, I I agree. Certain you know certain platforms you kind of gotta watch it. Like now, if you're a comedian on a stage, that's your time. That's when you own it. You're on the stage. It's your shit. You say what you got to say. Several you want to say, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, coming into the business regardless and pretty much life is it's, 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 it's always going to be some kind of backlash, whether you're right or whether you're wrong. I mean, people are going to be people. They're going to always have something to nitpick about. That's just regardless of it. Yeah, know? but okay, so you've done stand-up. You'll do mm -hmm. stand-up again. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know you do a lot of other things. I don't want to pigeonhole you as a stand-up comedian, but right. it's, that's part of who you are. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as you start regulating on what you can say and what you can't say, mm -hmm. you you lose the integrity of of the art exactly i agree and you can't do that so where do you stop that what is television not art well, is it are movies not art and well, and what is the intent behind it because a lot of times and and part of the problem is mm -hmm. you know people are just looking for reasons to be offended because if i'm offended i matter if I can, yeah. if I can say something that gets the internet exploded, I matter. I, I'm now part of a movement. I, you know, I made an impact, and it doesn't matter who I step on to do that. You can't, you know. I mean, now, like you said, anything you say, somebody's always going to get offended. Like right now, I could sit there and say, "Oh, 
I think Bill Cosby was one of the greatest comedians and somebody will sit there and go, how, how could you look at what he did? This, that, and the third. And that's just because having an opinion. he was one of the greatest fucking comedians. Yeah, yeah exactly. He was goddamn it, brilliant. It, it was just, you know, he, it, I mean, and right. he was a philanthropist and he did a lot for the community. He's done a lot of things. He is. Just because he's a shitty fucking creepy motherfucker that raped a bunch of fucking women. Now, don't you say that about Bill. Bill's he's a rapey ass old dude. Don't get mad because I touched the J.E.L. But that's that's just a part of who he is. That doesn't mean that he didn't donate to inner city youth and and to black colleges. And, you know, he's done a shit ton of stuff. He was the the best representation of successful African-American life in the United States ever. Yeah. You know, ever. The thing about it that I hate the most is that, you know, all the, the colleges, they went and they were taking things away that he did and all that in the third but they didn't give none of that fucking money back. They didn't do that shit. No. In general, I feel like this. If you're going to try to take away what this man did, take all of it away. Give it a halt back if you're going to do that. See, and and I just look at it like this. No amount of good that he has done in his career mm-hmm. makes up for the fact that he raped those women. Can we agree on that? There's like you know what I'm saying like I don't care all the donations all of the great representation it doesn't make up for right that but in the same sense that rape doesn't take away from what he did they're separate yeah. I, I can't there's think. and there's a good side and a bad side to everybody his bad side was really really fucking bad his good I, side was really really fucking good it's a couple of them I'm kind of doubting like Bill I don't think he would do this like that one chick she was like real light skin she kind of looks like Slash from Guns N' Roses I was just like no no Bill you, you, you wouldn't dare touch that like and she's in court and she's swearing this in the third but if you look at it you'd be like dude that's fucking Slash that's not a fucking woman that's Slash okay like, but, I don't believe that but if Slash can get a ton of pussy looking the way that he looks are you saying that she couldn't get bill cosby to slip her a a little something something in her drink i think she slipped bill something (laughs) i think so she was like he's out i'm gonna pull out his pudding pop yeah but i mean you know that's always kind of weirded me out like does your pudding pop even work if you're drugged i mean you know i hey i don't i don't know maybe he's a cock ring at that point or like how, how does that like you know i always thought like you I know, put I, chocolate on my pudding. I, I put it down the I, I'm not saying it's not possible for a guy to get raped because I'm sure you can have a fear boner. I've had a fear boner before. Okay, I'm I'm not saying that. And if like Ronda Rousey met me in an alley, and I was like, "Look, I'm married, and you're hot, but like I'm really I do not want to do this," and she just started to beat the shit out of me, yeah, and then rape me. I'd probably have a chub just because I mean it's Ronda Rousey and I'm scared so like there there would be a conflict there well for one I, I think but honestly, how rare is that it's very like rare most of the time you just couldn't like get it up could R- you R- I mean I don't I don't I don't know you might you might have a massive reaction behind that but there isn't a man out there I know that's not gonna just sit there and go like no I don't want this free pussy like no they're like you know what? I'm gonna take this it's just 
You know, she's giving out for an I example. I am not taking free pussy. I'm, I'm just, just telling you right now. No, I'm uh, just uh, saying. Uh, no. So, no. I mean, I mean, only time a man doesn't, if it's like a sick looking prostitute, like just, you know, been coughing to my, come get this COVID-19, baby. You know nothing what I'm saying? Nothing in life is free, I including mean, pussy. Nothing. It is true. I do agree. There is no such thing as, you know, love is free. I, I don't, I don't believe that everything comes with a cost, like just in general, till death do us part it is not for the male it is for the woman this is you said you're not gonna leave you're gonna be here after you waking up in the morning i don't have on my makeup i have pimples i'm scary as shit i look like the fucking walking dead you're not leaving me this is it i'm serious I take this very seriously. You have such a fucked up view on marriage, dude. Dude, I mean, well, and and that's unfair to say because most people do. No, it's again, just, I you know I know I'm in a weird category, but a lot mm-hmm. of it has to do with just choosing right. I, I mean, I hate to say but that. Marriage, but, marriage is honestly is something that I think a lot of people they just like the idea of okay, you know, being together, but they don't understand what it really takes. Like, like you might look this way now and 10 years down the road you look like rosie o'donnell like you have to be with this person regardless just because they change you know you have to accept that certain people don't think like that and i mean they just kind of go with the moment or once again it goes back to not really knowing each other and knowing what you know each other really wants so i'm kind of like if I marry somebody, it's going to be somebody who I know opposites attract, but in somewhat, there's certain things that have to click and they have to be acceptable to. In general, if she plays video games, Xbox, I'm all for it. PC, I'm all for it. But in general, if her, she doesn't have like great conversation or all she wants to talk about is her hair and her nails i'm good i'll i'm just i'm good on that i'll i'll be single you know i'll just i'll live it out so i will tell you that one of the coolest things is having somebody that has similar interests okay but is different as a person Mm. so you know eric and i are both kind of comic book nerds and and that's great and we have a lot of similar interests music we you know Right in a band together, all that kind of crazy stuff. So, but we're different in the way we handle situations. We're different in the strengths that we bring to the relationship. Okay. And that tends to be the difference that people kind of don't, just because we both like comic books doesn't mean we're the same people. Right. You know, those are just interests. Right. Right. How are you at your core? You know, are you generally a happy person? I am. I, I, I'm just generally kind of upbeat. I'm pretty optimistic. Yeah. My wife, however, is not. Now, that doesn't mean she's a sourpuss by any means. But when she generally views things, it's, okay, how bad is this going to get? Whereas mm-hmm. when I'm viewing it, I'm like, ooh, what's our potential? Like, how great could this be? Right. I mean, but you know, you need that yin and yang effect. You well, need absolutely. That. You because need when that. I'm when I'm going off into the clouds, mm-hmm. she's able to give me some realism and pull yeah. me back in in so that you know I'm I'm a lot more reasonable. Yeah. And in the same sense, when she's looking at the, only the negatives, I can pepper in some of those positives and bring her back up to a reasonable point. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to find somebody that's that's compatible, 
right. meaning that they have similar interests, things that you can talk about, things that you can do together. Yeah. But you want to have things that you can do separately as well. Exactly. A man needs his peace. He needs his own man cave, his own fortress where do not disturb. Please, I'm reading or I'm watching the game or I just okay. The so, game just finished downloading. I I, I really want to play this game. I'm, I'm going to quote a line from Sebastian Maniscalco. He had a, a stand up, <laughs> and he was talking about going to his friend's house, and his friend goes, "Hey, you got to come down. You got to check out my man cave." <laughs> and Sebastian gets this funky look on his face, and and I'm going to butcher this, but he's like, you know, you know. My my dad had a man cave. It was his house. Like, you know, you don't have to have a separate room for your stuff. You don't have to have a getaway spot necessarily. Right. Just have interests. You know, sometimes Erica's sitting on the couch and she's typing, writing her book. She's doing a comic book. And I'll be sitting on the couch playing video games. That's awesome. We're, we're sharing the same space. We're hanging out together, but we're pursuing completely different interests at that point you know what i mean it but you but you have something that a lot of people don't have somebody who's just kind of like motherfucker let me tell you yeah you 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 have that but everybody else don't have that and i think what's important is that the fact that it is you guys got that real understanding of each other and how each other like really can just kind of cope together it's like a lot of people can't do that you know? well and it's been through you know shared experience too right so you know and and i i always i always feel like it's it's a choice you I know agree. there's there's work that goes into it of you know eric and i have over the years learned to be better with each other right you know and the example i, I like to give is pete carl so I, I'm a dick in the morning. Like legit. I'm an asshole in the morning. And um right. I would have this kind of way of throwing tantrums in the morning while she's trying to sleep. Because I'd be going into work and she had several hours before she had to get up. Oh wow. And I can't find a pair of matching socks and I start throwing stuff and slamming drawers and being a dick and then she gets up and I've basically ruined her morning, right? Oh wow. <clears throat> so in finding a way to deal with it and she had talked to me several times about it outside because i would always do the same thing three hours later i'd feel completely guilty um you having difficulty on the corner over there no okay um (laughs) three four hours later i'd feel so guilty i'd call her and i'd apologize and i mean it would be the same thing every time you i was just having a bad morning and blah 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 and you know she said something to me once she was like you know i just it's really unfair i I know you're going to apologize later but you keep doing it yeah and i guess one morning i was throwing a tantrum and i couldn't find any clean underwear or something and i'm like erica why wouldn't you wash any of my underwear and she's like she just kind of got up she looked at me and she went i don't know maybe you should do your own fucking laundry and she rolled over and she went back to sleep. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit. So inevitably when I had called her and I apologized, we started talking and she said, it's kind of like you've got this alter ego in the morning. Right. And so she 
started calling him Pete Carl. So then if I would throw a tantrum, she would just go, good morning, Pete Carl. And I'd be like, God damn, I'm being a dick. Shit. Sorry. Sorry. And then I just, I'd scoot out and I'd, I'd head off to work. Mm. And eventually the instances got a whole lot less frequent because right. she found a way to, to, make me realize what I was doing, which was never to intentionally hurt her or upset right, her. Exactly. Without being confrontational or, or, you know, excessive, you know, cause she had every right to bitch me out, but she didn't, she just found a way that was going to impact me so that I would realize I was being a dick and I'd work through it. Yeah. I mean, that takes patience and understanding that doesn't happen easily. And once again, that goes back to people not understanding that, Hey, marriage is work. I mean, every day is not going to be a perfect day. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's, that's, that's the reason why I say people are not serious about getting, you know, married or they just go on, they're going through the motions. They settle. Yeah. That's people it. settle. You can't, you can't, you can't afford to settle. I mean, it's the rest of your life, you know, but part of that's from low self-esteem. That is. You know, one of the one of the things that, you know, because I've I've bugged you about, mm-hmm. you know, relationships and stuff. Um, but, you know, you're a person that just won't settle. Yeah. And that's why you're not with anybody at the moment. That's and right. I mean, that's I, no, 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 but I, I respect that, <laughs> um, you know, and and the extreme cases are, are where, like, you know, women are in abusive relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but in so many instances, people are just generally unhappy because yeah. you know, they're they're settling. It's it's sad, man. I can't I couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I don't you know, that's one thing like, you know, just you know, growing up and you know, you sit there and you, you watch, you know, other people in their life and they experience, you know certain things and you were you're watching and you're learning and at the same time like my dad was like hey man if you see certain signs with certain people that you date you know i mean don't ignore because it's gonna get worse yeah down the road, and then you're gonna either you're gonna regret or you're just gonna completely hate that person and i'd rather be the person that's just gonna be like you know what let me not settle or let me not accept this. And at the same time, it's not also them. I mean, you have to realize who you are as a person. And if you're not happy with yourself, how can you make somebody else happy? I mean, that's just ultimately it, you know? Yep. I think um, just in, in all aspects of life, if you don't have any self-confidence, if you don't have any self-worth, you're you're pretty much going to be destined to fail yeah you know you and especially in relationships i mean exactly you know you you have to know what your value is and and until you do you're you're always going to settle even if you don't realize you're settling um you know nobody nobody deserves to be in a relationship where you feel like you're being physically or emotionally beaten yeah male or female i don't really care it shouldn't it should never it should never be that i mean if you walk in and you're sitting there going oh god here we go you it you shouldn't be there you you shouldn't be there if you got to sit there and you're walking past you know and not even acknowledging that person there you just don't need to be there i mean because at the same time you're you're coming in with a whole different energy she's 
sitting there with a whole different energy now it's, it's just not there you know and who are you to waste somebody else's time in their life that they can't get back you know some people they go majority of their life being with somebody that's that doesn't make them happy and then eventually you know they have to go find love again they finally find that person but they don't get that time no, that they, they should have it. they wasted it so think of how much more difficult it is now not during all of this bullshit but just in today's society how you know millennials and and the groups after right um have been so reliant on technology and and the dating scene has changed so much and how yeah. you meet people and all of these things tinder bumble all this other crap yeah and and i would say based on what i see online most people are hiding behind these personas right exactly you know yeah, the, I the agree. extreme negativity that you yeah. see on social media i i look at it like in some cases those people are being extremely negative because they think it's funny mm -hmm. and they're hoping to get a laugh out of somebody not realizing that the person they're they're saying it to or about is being crushed by by the negativity but then you've got a certain amount of them that you know are are just lashing out and yeah. then you've got a certain amount that just genuinely, genuinely hate something and, and felt the need to go and, and say something about it. Right. And I, I'm not necessarily saying people can't express their opinion. Of course you can. When you're trying to express an opinion that's solely hateful, that's solely hurtful, it's just unnecessary. Yeah. But, but people do those things because it makes them feel better about themselves. Well, they're doing that because they have low self-esteem. Exactly. So if you're dealing with generations that have such low self-esteem because they've been told all their life that it doesn't matter, you're going to win anyway, you're going to get a trophy, everybody's the same, everybody's special. Yeah, that shit's And then you stop. get into the real world and realize no one's giving you a fucking trophy for coming in last. Exactly. And, and the real world is a lot different when you have to engage people mm -hmm. and and so like they're experiencing a totally different like way of life so relationships how much more difficult is that yeah it is it is extremely harder i mean now i mean extremely hard to just sit there and go okay i'm gonna go out into this world i'm gonna i'm gonna find somebody and i mean like you said, the millennials, they don't know how to be sociable. They don't. They sit at home. They're sitting there. They text. They sit there. They send out messages. But And then when they finally sit down in front of this person, they can't even speak. They're sitting there just dwelling on their phone. It's like, you know, back in, back in the day, you had, to be, you had to be sociable. You had to know how to speak. You had to know how to even just greet, talk to a woman, you know. But you now, had to be humble. Yeah. Because you had to check yourself because I can't mm -hmm. step up to you in the middle of the street and spout off a bunch of stupid, hateful shit yeah. and not expect to get a repercussion. Yeah. Whereas online, the worst I'm going to get is a response and then I know I've got you. Yeah. Because yeah, as soon as you respond, I've won. Yeah. I mean, I mean, especially you, you, you learned how to just like really just be able just to open up and talk you know even if it's like the lamest thing you could say like just 
do you want a burrito like something like that which is something to just start the conversation or just engage with you know the opposite of sex but now it's just more so get to the point what's up blah 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 and it's like where's the thrill where's the where's the getting to know part where is that it's gone yeah yeah the the butterflies that you get the excitement so but i would say really it's it's systemic of relationships in general so like the whole reason we started this podcast Mm -hmm. was because you and i worked together right and we would stop and have these hour to two hour conversations like that would span these different topics and would kind of get into all different subjects and you you can't do that yeah from from growing up with the technology that we have today it's it's so much more difficult whereas it's natural for us because we grew up going to your friend's house and knocking on the door to see if he could play damn right you know what i mean like we grew up where you just went outside and got fucking lost until the sun went down or you heard your mom calling for dinner you know yeah you weren't in the house you weren't behind a device you know i i was really lucky that you know i ended up getting things like an atari 2600 mm. i had a coleco vision before that mm. um you know i had i had had a lot of those things but and i i will tell you you know because my dad was a single parent after I was about nine years old. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't remember him regulating it. I don't remember him telling us we, we could only be on it for a certain amount of time. Mm. It was just better shit to do. Yeah. Like pretty much my dad. I was skateboarding. I was, you know, we'd go into the, the ravine and, and the woods and pretend we were Rambo and shit and <laughs> run around and, you know, get leeches and, like you know there, there was just shit to do yeah i was on some stand by me shit <laughs> yeah yeah my dad was pretty much like what in my refrigerator again get out the fucking house go play stay at my fucking refrigerator that's what that was him like so get you out. Eating, huh? yeah i was eating man like what what did you expect i used to piss my dad off he'd be going in there like yeah i'm gonna get you some, <laughs> gonna get you some cheez-its shit i'm halfway out the house because i already know he can find a fucking corner of it he was like wow you like you little fuck i'm gonna fuck you up like that's him like you know every time i'm in the kitchen you in the kitchen yeah, you know eating up all the food you know but in general <laughs> you know all the peak feet you know all the hog moths the hog moths you yeah. know i like chicken i like peak feet you know <clears throat> but in, in general like i mean it was cool like to just go out and you know enjoy life and i think once again i mean the whole point of this quarantine i mean now is you get the chance to do something else or do something different or just have a you know go for a walk you know you know just do something that you that you couldn't do and at the same time just take in the the, the what life really is to walk to see to breathe and just and enjoy the whole day and being able to just get out and you know do you think it's it's going to have that impact do you think people are going to um look at this as as a way to put their devices down and and you know kind of i was hoping that you know with social media and people being on social media even more than they normally are right maybe by the end of this they'll just get bored i think honestly um with social media um 
people are trying to find different ways to keep themselves entertained. They're on TikTok. They're 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 posting That's certain an things. Evil app, by the way, stay away from TikTok. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I know. It's like, a I, Chinese app. And and apparently there's like all kinds of hidden shit in it. And that's what I've heard. I, I honestly heard that. I don't know. I was watching Joe Rogan because I love that fucking dude, and his podcast is insanely entertaining. <laughs> oh, yeah, no fucking doubt. Um, yeah, shout out to Joe because this is like the big reason why I would even want to start one of these was just being a huge fan and listening to his shit yeah. all the time and him being so supportive of everybody that's starting podcasts and stuff like that. So. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to him and, and hear that shit and go, Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I just like in general, like, I think most people like, you know, they're, they're on there and I, I, I don't know why people don't research these, 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 these apps and say, Hey, okay, this is, this is a people site, but in general, like research, if there's anything on there as far as the hacks, the setting the third, I mean, Facebook is like that for years and people okay. don't understand that. So we were getting equipment set up today and I clicked two different things that said, I read and understand the terms and conditions. Right. Click the box and hit accept. Right. And did not read one fucking word of what I was clicking. And, yeah. and that's, you know what though? That's part of the problem though. That is true. That's, you know, I can't tell you how many, every app on your phone is tracking you in some way. Yeah, in some, in some form, like there's no offense what's about it. A lot of people don't understand that they'll sit there and they'll be on Google and they'll be looking at something on like Amazon or something like that. But then when they everything. go, when they go on Instagram or Facebook, there's advertising like, wow, I was just looking at that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it went through and said, hey, okay, blah, 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 I get it for this price. It's it's doing this job. They're watching you. It doesn't matter. And, I mean, it's, it's just part of what tech is now. I mean, they're always trying to find a way to either watch and see what you're doing or trying to find a way to see how can they get you to spend your hard-earned dollar. Are you, are you going to get the chip when it comes out? Hell no! If think about it, if if Bill Gates ain't even gonna get the fucking chip, or he, and then matter of fact, even the vaccine he was talking about like making, and he's refusing to take it. Why the fuck would I get it? What if Bill Gates is putting the chip in the vaccine? And he I'm starts, still not gonna he get the vaccine. Putting, he puts like a microscopic RFID chip in everybody, I'm, I'm, and they can start tracking you. I'm not. What's that name? Of that old movie it had like like Dennis Quaid and and like Martin Short when he was inner space, inner space, like yeah. like this shit, yeah, like yeah, like like it really like that shit not, was great. It was it was great. I, but I'm not gonna sit there and let nobody inject shit into me. You know, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. I'm, I'm staying away from a certain reference there. Oh God, I, I know what, you know what's so bad about that. I kind of can tell. I looked at you and it's like <laughs> he wants to say it. Like he don't give a damn. Like he really wants to say it. But I'm I'm really not going to freaking do that. Like, um, I have a fear of needles to begin with. I I almost didn't get married when they told me that we had to have a blood test before getting our marriage certificate. And I was like, do we really want to do this? And Erica was like, get the fucking needle. Oh shit. Oh shit! Oh hey, okay. So she's she's New York Italian. So like when I say she don't fuck around, she don't fuck around. <laughs> you need to check your papers on your insurance. Make sure. <laughs> Make sure you're right. Um, but I, I'm not gonna get anything like that. Like the last time I had got a flu shot, and that was like twenty. 
15 and I had got like sick as a dog and that was my last time and if someone made a point to me like you think most of these people who are getting this this virus has um anything to do with them getting the previous flu shot you know I was like that makes sense in a way I mean because I mean I feel perfectly fine without getting any flu shots or anything like that I mean well my I've kind of gone back and forth on my feelings about this mm -hmm. but I generally don't get flu shots yeah and and I don't because the flu is known for mutating mm -hmm. and generally they're taking a wild stab at what the because it, I, I believe in in any flu season you actually have multiple different strains of the virus right out there mm -hmm. at any one given time and then it can mutate from there uh, but they're taking a wild stab at which of the strains that's currently going to be out is going to be the most virulent is, is going to be the one that you know we need to so that's what the vaccine is based on but if the flu that you get isn't that strain well that flu shot didn't do you any good so you basically got the flu and then ended up getting the flu again but a different strain of the flu yeah i i think um I know, i'm an idiot so like i i don't know i just that's how i've always felt about it why if i'm gonna take my chances i'd rather take my chances I, I've always felt like I had a pretty decent immune system. I'm I'm a smoker, and I think I've already had COVID. Yeah, if you if you like literally like if you're trying to keep your uh, your immune system up, if you're kind of put something in your body every day that kind of boosts your you know immune system, I think honestly you will pretty much be okay. It's just that you have to, you know, kind of take care of yourself regardless of the time. I mean, a lot of people are running out getting toilet paper. They're getting everything else, but they're not going to go to the uh, the pharmacy section and just boost their immune system. Yeah. Vitamin C. Yeah. Zinc. Zinc. Uh, C. Vitamin D. Um, you know, but I'm I'm a huge hypocrite and stuff like that because I don't do anything good for my health. I really don't. Like, I've always been pretty physical. I play drums. I like to build things. Um, you know, I, I work in retail. Um, so, you know, I, I move around a lot. I'm not unhealthy, mm -hmm. but I'm certainly not fit. I don't work out. I don't run. I, I don't drink much water, which is terrible. I'm yeah. a smoker. Um, I'm a smoker. <laughs> but but i don't drink hardly yeah. ever at all right um you know so but i i don't i don't go to the doctor i don't you know i don't really do a lot of stuff i don't even take vitamins eric has been trying to get me to take vitamins she's got some multi she even got like the fruit flavored chew ones oh wow like hoping that the five-year-old in me would be like okay these are like candy i'll eat them and i still like she got to get you the flintstone ones be a Flintstone kid. I might, I might eat the Flintstone once. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you could be and growing, but in, in general, I'll eat Betty. Well, you'll eat Betty. I'll eat Wilma too. I mean, okay, you know, I mean, hey, I mean, you know, I'm not to eating me, pebbles though. That's gross. Yeah, but that's that's that's, that's too young. But you know, but Betty was hotter than you know. Betty was hot. 
she, you know, she had the, yes. the color blue on. She had the right tone, and it worked. It worked. Barney was more the lucky one, you know. Barney be hey Fred, you know, and just you know, and Fred be like, man, oh, get away from me, Barney. He was really jealous because he had Betty. I think Barney was big dick in it. He could be. I think you he know? was short, but he had that tripod going on. He might be. He might. He might have been short down there. I mean, think about it. Donald Trump has the same hairdo as him. So what the hell? I don't know that that correlates to a large penis or not. <sighs> I would hate to think. No, I. I would hate to think that Donald Trump was also endowed with a large. They penis. have that, the that same would just hairdo. Make me feel really I'm bad. just saying that the same fucked up hairdo. <laughs> okay, except that. You know, Barney knows how to style it a little bit better. Um, yeah, but Barney doesn't have to deal with real life wind. Damn man, it. you better lay off the president. Look here, lay lay off lay lay off hell because of him because of his decisions. The economy's been laid off. So okay, and and again, I would counter that with which country isn't economically fucked right now. Look here, I'm not. Is 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 Trump controlling all of those countries as well? No, no, uh, mm, no, no, he's not. So is Canada but, back to work? No, I I don't think they are. Look here, look here. What about what about Spain? Is Spain like opened everything up yet? I don't know. Look, I haven't been checking on any of this. Either way, I, I just can't know that be every concerned country about other affected. countries, but the country that I live in right now feels like you're a president hater. I am not a president hater. I do not hate 45. Now, Uh-oh. do I agree with everything he does? Hell no. Does he make certain points on certain you know topics? Yes, he does. I will give him that. But overall, I don't like the fact that we have somebody who he knows how to run the business and he tries to see America as a business, which in, in a certain way, he's right. But far as in having the know-how to run a country, it takes a little bit more than that. And I think it's kind of a uh, kind of a slap in the face to everyone who has, you know, far as in did the work, you know, from starting out to getting, you know, going to school, get education and learning economics and going through the, the path to become a president to all of a sudden to get somebody who gets up there and yes, they have their own money. And to sit there and decide to go, I want to be president, you know. And Carl Dog just like stuck his head through one of like freaking Cujo. I mean, like he just and he looked at me, and this time he he winked again. Yep. Like it's like your time is coming, bitch. <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna bite you in the I'm fucking ass." For you. <laughs> He's like he talks like the freaking like Jigsaw from Saw. Let's play a game. I want to play a game. <laughs> you came over here earlier, and I want to bite you in the ass. Soon enough, it's going to happen. Look, my mouth is frothing. I can't wait. <laughs> or he's like Hannibal Lecter. He stuck his head through. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat you later with a nice Chianti. Oh, God. And some fava beans. Oh, God. That's the only time I looked at like Jodie Parsons. I was like, yo, you need to get away. And she was looking all nervous as fuck through like the whole movie. It was funny. That's too funny. Like, it's a classic movie, man. Yeah. So you look completely uncomfortable over there. We're we're actually in my my spare bedroom. We did no video for this, so you no don't video. get to see all of the awkward positions Ken's been sitting in. That's right. But uh, this is probably a pretty good place to wrap it for tonight. Oh, Gives yeah. us uh, plenty to to listen to. 
Um, and I don't know if anybody will ever get to hear this, but I think we, we I, made it. I think honestly, kind of make like multiple copies of it just to just hear, and then at the same time, hey, what do you think? Yeah, hey. maybe give it to some select friends, let them check it out. Yeah, you know, yeah, I would, I definitely would just say, hey, what is do you think needs you to be said here? To? Yeah, that's this. It's always that's the best thing to do, and then at the same time, give it to people who just like sure. I like to hear stuff, and then who who are these people? That's us. And then a couple of them like okay, cool, or some of them I get the fuck out of here, or something like that, you know. Because we got to be prepared to take the highs and the lows of this, you know. Oh, well, that's why I'm putting you in charge of social media because I don't want to see any of the positive <laughs> or the negative. I'm just going to make content. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally going to just go here, here. What do you think? What do you think? Because, like I said, in the beginning, it's more so about, you know, you know, just kind of critiquing, you know, here and there. I mean, as we go along. Well, and, and I think generally we're just doing this for the fun of doing it yeah you know i yeah. i always dug it when you were working and we'd get into these ridiculous conversations and yeah um some of the best hip-hop conversations and sports nerdy anime and exactly and, you know marvel and dc shit and no, just anything that we talked about was was cool so you know for me these are just going to be cool hangout sessions exactly if it's half as fun as tonight was then yeah you know i'm I'm totally down i'll keep working on the uh the podcast studio downstairs but i definitely think we should probably get together for another one of these and try doing a little definitely. video take on it definitely definitely i think so too because in general i mean once again it's 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 all a process and and like i was saying beforehand because carl was so excited i was like yeah i can't wait to do it i'm ready i'm ready and you know in in general it's like okay but I knew, like, we had to gradually, you know, re-critique ourselves as over a period of time may be better and better every time. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, this is our inaugural test, literally with Ken and Carl, a podcast about nothing. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of done the podcast Seinfeld. Yeah. There you go. I guess pretty much my final words are... If you live with little people, buy them a stool. Have a good night. <laughs>